I'm going to tell you the five twins most impacted by the lockout on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Thursday, March 3rd, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been writing at Twins Daily for over two years, been hosting this podcast for over two years. I'm excited to say three years in December. Long way to go. Uh, July will be three years at Twins Daily. December will be three years at Lockdown Twins. Through the pandemic, through the shutdown, through this lockout, through a last place season, you know where to find me. I'm going to have energy for you every single day. We're going to break down all things twins all the time. I'm locked on twins. And today, the five twins most impacted by the lockout, most of these are in negative ways. Nobody nobody benefits from this lockout. And I want to make this clear because we're going to have some episodes in upcoming weeks about how the lockout does impact the twins in their competitive cycle, how it impacts the White Sox in their competitive cycle. That will become more real as more games are lost, as more games are canceled off the schedule. As of right now, it's a 156-game season. It's really not all that different from a 162-game season. But what we're going to talk about today is the five twins most impacted by a delayed or canceled season. But online, release their line. Each team, 120 and a half games played this year is the over-under. Do you want the over or do you want the under? The line's at 120 and a half. It doesn't give you a whole lot of confidence that we're going to get a lot of baseball this summer. If it's 120 games, that's uh, that's a big impact on a lot of guys. That's a very much shortened season, still 120 games. I think at this point, everything is possible. Everything and anything is possible at this point. So the five twins most impacted by a lockout delay or a lockout cancellation. We're going to talk about them today, counting down five to one. First, I'd like to ask you to follow me on Twitter. At Nash Walker 9. Follow the show at Locked On Twins. Joe Mauer discourse today. We love that. And there's going to be a lot more uh, discourse throughout this lockout and uh, conversations about the history of the Twins, the future of the Twins, the current Twins. We know how to do this. We've done it before. We did it during the pandemic shutdown. We did it during a last place season when there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. Uh, and we'll do it again. We'll do it again because I love doing it and I love talking with you every single day. Uh, let's get going on this list. Some of these guys might surprise you, and I want you to leave in the comments. If I miss somebody or you think somebody doesn't belong on this list, I'd like for you to let me know because I think a lot of guys are in play here. But what I did was I'm combining contract, where these guys are at in their careers, how big of a season it is. That's kind of what this this barometer is. Like, How big of a season is this for Simeon Woods-Richardson? How big of a season is this for Jorge Polanco, for Josh Donaldson? How big of a season is it for these guys? When I say big, I mean for the future of their careers and the future of their spot on the Twins because there are a couple guys on this list who this could be their final year in a Twins uniform with or without games. And now there's discussions, uh, even if this season isn't played, that guys might just lose this year of service time. And now guys who are going to go to free agency will just go anyway, even though they didn't play for next year. Uh, Disastrous outcome. We're not talking about that yet. We got a long way to go. Till we get to that point, and there'll be plenty to break down if it does come to that. 
But this is this is baking in contract, where they're at in their careers, how crucial of a season it is this year. I wrote about this at Twins Daily. The headline is crucial seasons at risk for several twins. And number five, I have Bailey Ober. And this might be a surprising addition for you, but the reason I put Ober in here is because of the importance that he gets innings in 2022. This is easy to forget with Bailey Ober. He got over 100 last year if you combine Triple A with the Twins, but super long injury history. And he's been amazing all the way through. Outstanding in the minors. He was great for the Twins last year in the second half, but his career has been altered by injuries. And without innings in 2022, you're trying to ramp over. Like it would be great to get Bailey over 130, 140 innings this off or this season. And then going into 2023 can have him hopefully at a full workload, 160 to 180 innings, which is kind of considered a full workload in today's MLB. So it's a big year for Bailey Ober innings wise. Ober is more of a case like if they lose a large chunk of the season. If they lost half of the season and Ober was only able to get 80 to 100 innings again, you wouldn't exactly be able to rely on him for 2023 to get 160 innings, right? So it's an important year for him in the way of innings. There's a reason he's ranked fifth. I would accept a lot of arguments for anybody else to be ranked fifth and to find themselves on this list. But I do think it's a big it's a big year for him workload-wise. That's why he's included on this list. So this gives you kind of a feel for what I'm looking at, what I'm considering here. I am considering workload. How important is it that guys get at-bats, that guys get innings, that guys get work and get experience this year? That is absolutely a crucial and key factor in all of this lockout business. There are some established veterans on this list. There are some prospects on this list, or maybe one prospect, uh, or multiple. And then there's Bailey Ober, who's kind of in the middle. Right, and that's that's what makes it a, a, an important season for him, and why he's one of the most impacted twins. I think Joe Ryan's gotten his innings in the minors. You know, Jordan Balzavic has gotten his innings in the minors, and it's big years for them too. But Bailey Ober, with his injury history, you just don't want to mess around in that way. And you could see it as a positive. Like the Twins really limited his workload last year. Maybe their plan was to do that again to a lesser extent. Maybe it's a good thing for him if he has less innings this year. Not a good thing for anybody. The lockout. Just trying to look at it from different angles. Let's continue on with number four, three, two, and one after this word from Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam with pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. March Madness right around the corner. Selection Sunday. A week from Sunday, we will have a bracket. You're going to want to play at BetOnline.net. Thank you so much, BetOnline, for your support of Locked On Twins and of the Locked On Podcast Network. We appreciate you. Head over to betonline.net now. Thanks for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. Make your next listen. Locked On MLB Prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia. And he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow, hopefully including some twins if you want to hear about them. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Looking at the twins most impacted by a lockout delay or lockout cancellation. Speaking of the stars of tomorrow. You on your own. 
is number four. And this is very similar to Bailey Ober, but in a more extreme way, which is why Duran is uh, listed above Bailey Ober on this list at number four. He threw 115 innings in 2019. So not a problem, not a problem at all. What would what would cause a problem? A global pandemic that wiped out the entire minor league year in 2020. And then an elbow injury that limited him to 16 innings last year. So 115 in 2019, 16 in 2020 and 2021 combined. Now, he did throw behind the scenes. I think he was at the alternate site in 2020. So he got work. It wasn't like he was sitting on his butt not throwing. He threw in 2020. Uh, but last year, 16 innings. It is vital for Yuandron to get back on track. Matt Brown wrote a great piece. I've referenced this a bunch. I think he wrote this in like August, but I loved it. Matt Brown wrote about how important it is to get Yuandron back on track and how he thinks that should be done. I agree with Matt 100%. A hybrid major league role, 16 to 80 innings would be great for Yuandron. Start some games, come in the middle innings in some games, come in the back end of some games. I think he needs to get ramped up at St. Paul a little bit first and get some innings, but I think a hybrid major league role for a majority of the season will be great for him. But in order to get 60 to 80 innings, we need we need a season. We need a good amount of innings for him to be able to pitch, right? We need the, we need those innings available. It's a big year for Yuan Duran just generally, but it's a big year for him to just get work, like just be on the mound and healthy and throw. And that's why he's number four on this list. Number three, also very important that he has a healthy season. Taylor, Taylor Rogers, contrary to some belief, I thought he had a great year last year up until he gave up a grand slam to Jake Rogers, then had an injury, knocked him out. But he was outstanding up until July 8th, had a 2.45 ERA, a 2.02 fielding independent pitching mark. If you look at the last four years, Taylor Rogers is among the best left-handed relievers in baseball in things he can control with FIP. Feeling independent pitching, we look at he's right there with Aroldis Chapman, Josh Hader, Taylor Rogers has been outstanding for the most part for the Twins. 2020 was a down year, some bad luck, some ineffectiveness with the slider, but he's a free agent after this year. So if he loses a majority of this season or all of it, or he's hurt again in 2022, he's looking at a very different free agent class or free agent outlook than he would have had he been healthy this year or had there been a full season this year, similar to Duran in a different way, because Rogers is established and Rogers, he's going to get paid regardless next year, but the amount or whether the twins pay him next year may depend on this lockout and how soon we're back and how soon teams can see Rogers and the twins can see Rogers back on the mound after the middle finger injury last year. So Taylor Rogers, I have number three on this list just because it's important for him. It's really important for guys impending free agents. This lockout is, is vital for them. A, because they need to show out. B, because owners could potentially punish that free agent class next year. If they don't get what they want in the CBA or the players stretch this out and the season's lost or multiple months are lost and the owners want to punish these free agents, it doesn't look good for that class. And Taylor Rogers could really help his case with a, a strong – Healthy season, a strong, healthy season in 2022. I think the results are going to be there for him. I think if he's on the mound, the results are going to be there for Taylor Rogers. Just needs to get on the mound. Health-wise, lockout-wise, just needs to be on the mound. So number five, we have Bailey Ober. Four is Yuan Duran. Three is Taylor Rogers. Three pitchers 
One, a rookie last year, another, a prospect, and the third, an established late-inning reliever. Uh, very interesting list. We have a position player and a top prospect. After this word from Bet Online, excuse me, from Built Bar and from Rock Auto. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It really is. I've been telling you this for a long time, but if you don't know, now you know. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite. They're really great. My parents love them. Just tried them last weekend. They love puffs. Go to built.com, scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away with how healthy these bars are. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain only 130 calories, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, Built Bar's going to make it. It'll be delicious, and it will be good for you. Built Bars are delicious. Built Bars are healthy. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com. You can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts av available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com the second player on this list second most impacted by the lockout in my eyes is miguel sano twins extended sano after a truly outstanding second half in 2019, he had 21 homers. I think it was in 65 games, slugged 578, hit 254 with a 362 on base percentage. Was largely, with Nelson Cruz, the best hitter in that lineup in the second half. Was such a damage bat, hit that monstrous grand slam in Cleveland to clinch the division, basically, and send Cleveland home at that point of the season. Hit some big homers all year, walked off the Atlanta Braves at Target Field, one of the, the biggest homers you'll see at target field up into the uh up into the restaurant and ronald acuna jr slowly jogged in it's a big year for sano because if he doesn't have a good season this could be it with the twins and like taylor rogers the twins have a 14 million dollar club option for 2023 they have a twins option for 2023 for miguel sano if he has a limited poor Anything but good season, there's no way they're picking that up. They're buying out Miguel Sano, and he's a free agent. So if that doesn't tell you how big of a year it is for him, I don't know what does. It's a huge year for Miguel Sano. It's a crucial season, not just for his future with the Twins. Like, even if he's not with the Twins, this dictates his next contract. This dictates what he gets paid in free agency next year. If he has a poor season, he's going to free agency. And that's like, it's, it's two birds, one stone at that point. If you have a poor season, not only are you 
not rejoining the Twins for $14 million. You are also going into free agency after a poor season. If you have a good season, you stay with the Twins and you get paid $14 million for 2023, which is a good outcome. That's that's a great outcome. The Twins would love that outcome for Miguel Sano. There's a reason they signed him to this extension, but he needs to have a full season that looks like his second half. And we've talked about this. A short ramp up is the scariest for Miguel Sano. If they only get two, three weeks of spring training, I'm scared that he's going to come out of that so late on fastballs. Like my point has been, as soon as spring training starts, Miguel Sano plays every single day. I don't care if he's DHing every day to get him off his feet. He needs to see fastballs. He needs to see fastballs early and get on fastballs. And it's so important for him. And this season is so important for him. So Miguel Sano comes in at number two. Number one, Royce Lewis. Royce Lewis. This is a, uh, it's a brutal, brutal outcome. Three years for Lewis. Now he's on the 40-man roster. He can't play. He's ready to go. Talk to Ted Schwarzler a week or two ago at Twins Daily. His journey the last three years. I mean, struggles in 2019. 2020 is canceled. Knee injury in 2021. Knocks him out for the entire season. And now this in 2022. Uh, it's terrible. And it sucks. And Nick Nelson wrote about this too. And what makes it even worse is that Royce Lewis is such a stand-up person that his makeup is so great. Um it sucks. And I mean, there's a chance that Royce Lewis won't appear in a, in a real game for three years. And at that point, I don't know if you can still put him even in the top five twins prospects, uh, especially if some of the, some of the guys not on the 40 man roster have strong seasons. How can you rank Royce Lewis above them after potentially three years of not playing a real game? This sucks for him. I don't think, I think it's far and away the worst for Royce Lewis because Unlike Sano, unlike Rogers, unlike, you know, even Bailey Ober or Yuander Ahm, like it's been a while since we've seen Royce Lewis have a productive period at the plate in the field in game action. So he's ready to go after the knee injury, worked his butt off to get back, and now he can't play because of the lockout, because of factors outside of his control again for the third straight year. Uh, it sucks. It sucks. I should say second straight year. Uh, with the COVID cancellation. And actually, that would be the third straight year. That's wild. Three straight years. Things out of his control. Royce Lewis. So our list is Bailey Ober, Yoanderon, Taylor Rogers, Miguel Sano, and number one, Royce Lewis. Let me know what you think in the comments about this list. Let me know what you think at twinsdaily.com. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for making Locked on Twins your first listen every day. Don't make your second listen Locked on MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day and go Twins.